Hi, welcome to the Dr. Dreama Show, inspiration and practical strategy for achieving your dream life. I'm your host, Dr. Dreama. I'm a psychologist and life designer. I'm here to help you design the life you want and deserve. This is Dr. Dreama, and sometimes I run across people who have a travel bug just like mine. And when that happens, we have great conversations because we know what it's like to pull up roots and just take off. That's my guest today. Her name is Haley Hunter Hines, and she creates events and experiences for women around the world. Welcome, Haley. Hi there. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you. This is great because I love this idea of creating events and experiences around the world. Tell me how that got started for you. So I basically just started putting together things that I wanted to do and inviting people. And it just kind of turned into this beautiful movement of women around the world that feel called to come sparkle with us um, in all these beautiful locations. So tell me a couple of locations and tell me what you did there. So, for example, one of, one of my favorite ones was the Soul Sparkle Paris experience where women um, fly in from all over the world and we have basically five days of this beautiful hybrid and combination of incredible cuisine, the culture, and the experiences that you can only have in Paris at the same time doing this beautiful, soulful healing work, right? So this, we've got this kind of combination of deep transformation, beautiful opportunities to to see new areas of the world and um, have an incredible time with women at the same time. That sounds magical. There are a few places that could top Paris in my book. I know, right? It's amazing. We even had, you know, a beautiful trip out to Epernay, the Champagne region, and had a three-course dinner party in the house of Moet Chandon, right? Like just... I just try to come up with the most extraordinary things that I can even imagine possible. And then, um, then we bring that all together in a beautiful, sparkling way. That's incredible. Oh, so fun. Tell me, I'm imagining though, that this has not always been your life. What were you doing before you got into this? So I did a very, um, I had a lovely career in corporate wellness and I ran, um, strategy and innovation and new product development for a national health management company. And so my background has always been in um, business and strategy and and that kind of thing. Um, And I realized actually right before I turned 40 that um, this was not the life that was the most fulfilling for me. And I just decided that life's too short. And I packed all my things and I quit my job and took off. So it's been kind of a really lovely transition, not an easy one, but one that has been absolutely extraordinary for me. So I called it my Operation Gypsy Journey. (laughs) That's great. Mm -hmm. And I planned it for a decade. I knew at some point that I would kind of want to exit and do what I was born to do. And and that's exactly what's, that's what's happening now. And it has been, it's been lovely. Well, that's incredible, but I do have a question that I know that some people listening are going to be like, okay, she just said she she did it, but she also said it wasn't always easy. Tell me a little bit about that part. Well, I think, you know, anytime, anytime you're walking away from a life you've spent years building, right? So 
really thinking that was the, that was the path, that corporate ladder, the whole thing. And then getting to the very top of my career in that and realizing that it wasn't, um, wasn't soul satisfying, you know? And so, um, it takes a lot of courage to step out of that container and you have to be really brave and trust that, um, whatever's in the highest and best will happen. And that's, that's what I had to do. And it was, uh, again, it, it, it was a little scary, but at the same time, I'm like, I want, I've wanted to do this for so long that I'm going to give myself permission to do life differently. And so that's what I did. And basically that's what I do now with the women I work with. I give them permission to create the life that lights them up, not the one they're, they're told they're supposed to want, but the one they really, really, their soul wants, you know? You know, I think that's so important and, and it can be difficult to get to that point because there is, there's a lot to be said for job security, right? We show up, we get a paycheck, we know how much that paycheck is going to be every week, we have our benefits, we get to go on vacation, but it doesn't always work for everybody in the long run. Right. And stepping away from that is frightening. Was Was there a point for you where you just knew, I have to leave, I'm done? Yeah, so... um there was a moment that happened um, there. So I'm from Oklahoma and there are some pretty um, horrible weather things that happened there around tornadoes. And so I remember there was this one particular really bad tornado that had come through and I was watching like friends, like people that I'd grown up with my whole life, you know, pulling their children out of the rubble of, the schools and just like these heartbreaking images. And I just remember thinking, and I couldn't, I didn't know where my family was during that period of time. So, you know, there's that window where you just think, what am I doing? What am I waiting for? Mm. And so I finally just was like, life is too short and we're not guaranteed. You know, there is no guarantee that you're going to live to be 65 and retire and then you get to go do the thing you want to do. And I thought, I'm not living my life that way anymore. I'm doing exactly what I want to do every day from now until the end of time. I love that. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And just yeah. saying yes to opportunities and possibilities and staying in that, I call it the magic carpet ride, just kind of that vortex of, of magical opportunities that keep showing up and the right people and the right conversations and divine appointments. And it's been so lovely to watch it unfold in that way. So, yeah, that's what happened. Nice. Do you find that when women show up for these, ex- these events and these experiences, do you find that some of them really do struggle with this idea of giving themselves permission to start leading a life that they really want to live? Absolutely. I think most women do. I think from a young age, we're taught that we're supposed to be this, want this, do this, act this way, follow this path. Um, and I think a lot of the women that I work with are, <clears throat> and the women that feel called to these events and experiences, they, they're ready for something different, but they don't necessarily have clarity on what that is. They just know there's a longing in their belly usually. And it's, they know there's something different available, but they don't know how to either voice that or clarify that. So part of what we do, you know, during our time together is that is get really, really clear on what they desire 
and their deepest desires, like the, the truth behind the truth, you know, the root of the truth of what they want. And then really help them step into that and give themselves permission to either ask for it, if that's part of it, or create it. And um, it's been extraordinary to watch the transition and the, the complete transformation of lives that has happened um, through that process. And it's so sweet to watch it unfold. So that's, mm. that's why I do it, because I love to see the outcome of what happens for the ladies, you know, so. Yeah. And how do you help people uncover those things? Because it seems like, you know, we have dreams and we sort of tamp them down because it doesn't seem like the right time or I've got kids or I've got a, a busy job, my life is busy. And so we, we keep those dreams tamped down. How do you give them permission to sort of open up that box, so to speak? So I think a lot of it is, um, is holding a safe enough space for them to almost, almost unravel themselves, right? Like they, when you give them the opportunity and the right prompts and the right questions, I think of myself as a, <clears throat> as a truth speaker and a truth seer. And so I've, a lot of times, if you're just listening, if you allow women to speak their truth, you can feel it almost when it's like, nope, I think there's something more there. Let's keep going. Like, let's go, let's go the next layer and the next layer. So by allowing them to get down to the, to the roots of the truth, that's where the magic happens because then there's no more layers. There's no more expectation. There's no more um, all the things I'm supposed to want, but maybe I don't actually want. And then once you get them to the place where they can speak that freely, then you're able to set in motion the intention of what else is possible for their life. Wonderful. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Well, and I think there's something really powerful about people coming together, women coming together mm -hmm. and giving themselves permission to sort of be in the same space. It's very empowering. Yes. And it, it does allow people to become to tap into that, that those places that might feel soft and squishy and kind of vulnerable. Yeah. But also knowing, and also knowing they're not alone. I think right. Really powerful. And, and I think that's what I've loved so much about these experiences that I've created is that when they leave there, not only do they have a new spark of, you know, joy and, and enthusiasm for their own life, but also the, the ability to celebrate with other women and support and hold that space for them and hold the intention for their dreams to come true as well. That to me, it, it takes it to a whole nother level of magic because that, that means, you know, you're not alone and you know, you have other people that are cheering for you and supporting you and are there for you when it's good. And also when it's not good, you know, right. so that's been, I think really beautiful to watch just the connections and the, the collaborations and, and um, the celebrations that happen among the ladies in a really beautiful way, in a pure way. It's like this new paradigm of women and new paradigm of, of women's relationships because, you know, the, there's a lot of wounding and a lot of pain that has happened from other women in our lives sometimes. So, mm -hmm. you know, doing a lot of healing around that and then re resetting the bar of like, no, no, we're no longer available for that way of, showing up this is a new way and it's it's true sisterhood and true support and it's really beautiful 
That's really nice. So do you travel from place to place? Do you stay in any one place for any amount of time? Um, well, I haven't yet. I Normally what I've done the last two years has, I mean, I put my things in storage and took off and I thought I was going to be gone for three months and it's turned out to be 20, 21 months. So um, I just now this week landed in a new spot that I'll be at most, for the most part, for three months. I do have a couple of events and retreats that I'm doing that I need to travel for, but otherwise um, I'll be here. But otherwise, I just kind of go where I feel called and then I, I stay until it feels complete and then I move on. Okay. You said you were from Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining, and I'm just totally making this up, that your family might be a little conservative. Were they surprised when you took off and said, I'm mm. going to go travel? No. I mean, my, my mom was not surprised because I've been talking about it for so long. I mean, she knows. When I was in, in college, what happened is I, um, I went on a, like a 30-day backpacking trip around Europe and I was, I was hooked. I was like, this is it. This is everything. I love this so much. And it, um, it took me a long time to come back, but I, but I always knew that there was magic there for me. And so I don't think she was surprised at all. I think obviously she would probably prefer that I have a more normal, regular life, like everybody else almost, right? Like you know, right. the house and the picket fence and the kids and the things and all the stuff. Um, but she's also seen me not, I mean, I, I think she's realizes that I've never been happier and I've had all the things I did all that, you know, I did that path. Right. I got married right out of college. I should have like gone to the Peace Corps. Like that's what I really wanted to do, you know? So, so I kind of are, I went down the, the traditional path that I thought was the the right thing for me. And I, it turned out that it, it didn't light me up and that I wasn't um, the best, fullest, ex, you know, fullest expression of myself by doing it. So yeah, I finally got old enough to where it didn't matter what anyone else thought, I think is what happened. Which I think for women is such a beautiful marker in our life where oh. we can go, oh, sorry, but I really, right. I'm not interested. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, right. This is my life, not anyone else's. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and follow my, my dreams. And so I think what's been aside, um, an interesting note that I, that I didn't realize would happen is that the messages, because I write a lot on Facebook, that's, that's how I stay connected with people around the world. And, um, you know, I've been sharing my journey and, and everyone watched me walk through the doors at the San Diego airport after I'd put all my stuff in storage and take off. Like it was like, we were all on this adventure together. And the, the most interesting feedback that I've gotten is, is that women have said, thank you. They're like, thank you for doing, for choosing to do it differently. Cause you're, you're giving us permission to do the same with whatever it looks like for us. Right. The inspiration. They've been inspired by the fact that I just went for it and said, yes. And allowed myself to make this huge dream come true. They're like, wow, it gives me hope that it's possible for me too, which was so sweet. Very sweet. Which is so cool yeah. because, you know, we're always sort of looking around when we're in that place, when we haven't given ourselves permission fully, 
we're always sort of looking around to see who might be doing it the way that we would like to do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And when we see those people, I think we sort of light up inside and go, oh, it's possible. It's possible. I could do that too. You can do it. I can do it. Like, like for you to decide, I'm going to live in the South of France and then just make it happen. It's like not everyone does that, right? And right. So by doing our lives <clears throat> that maybe don't look like we thought they would, but they're extraordinary, right? And so mm-hmm. um, it, it allows other people, like you said, to, to see that there is another way and that anything is possible, right? Right, right. So it's just, um, it's been a very sweet um, evolution and learning for me too, just about keep saying yes, you know, keep saying yes, allow yourself to receive the blessing of what else is possible because if you don't ever allow yourself to dream outside of the little box that most of us grow up in, man, we're missing out. There's a whole big world. It's so, so true. And I know that, you know, when we made the decision to move to France, people looked at me like I was crazy because they were like, okay, you've got a full practice here. Why would you leave that for something that you don't know if it's even going to work? And I'm like, why would I not? Mm-hmm. I already know how to do this. Right. And you can always come back to that. Right. Exactly. So let me ask you, what's one of the things that you have learned along the way that may have been a surprise to you? I think for me, what one thing that has been a very interesting concept is around the idea of home and what feels like home to me. And for a long time, that needed to be like a specific place or it was a person or it was a you know, the things or, or a structure, you know, that kind of feeling. And what I've really learned and realized as I've been traveling is that I can be home anywhere as long as I'm around people that I love and I feel connected and seen and known, um, that feels like home. And so you can create that feeling anywhere you are and, um, and you can allow yourself to um, <clears throat> have a, a global family. There's people around the world now that I love and I wasn't, I wasn't really planning that. I just, it just kind of has happened. And so now wherever I go, it feels like home, which feels really good. Which feels really good. But do you think, I think I would add something to that. And that might be that I feel, I feel at home when I am with people with whom I feel seen. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. Seen and known and loved. Those are kind of my core um, desired feelings. And, and that's really how I create all my, my work in the world as well. It's like, I want people to feel seen and known and loved and supported and connected. Yeah. So it's been a beautiful adventure, um, to make that not only available for myself, but also for the women that feel called to be part of the work that I do and have them feel the same way. So it's been lovely. That's really lovely. Are you a little bit nervous about the idea that you're going to be in one place for a bit? No, I'm actually excited because I think my body, I mean, it's so that the, there's beautiful sides about gypsy, gypsy life, right? But I would say the, the most challenging part is physically, it's hard to not have any routine and to not really have the grounding sometimes. So for me, <clears throat> like I've slept so much. I've only been here for one week and I'm already like 
you know, my body's like, oh my God, really? We get to like rest and relax and, you know, so, so that's been really, I think, important. And so that's what I'm excited to have is just a few months of kind of a reset button, you know, cooking for all the time. You know, a lot of times when you're traveling, you, you have to eat out a lot, which I love to cook and I'm kind of tired of eating out. So, you know, those kinds of things are the other side of traveling, the not sexy parts. And, right. Um, so I think it's going to be really sweet to, you know, get up and go for walks on the same path and go to a yoga studio again, right? Like a regular, like schedule, you know, so that's kind of exciting to go to the same coffee shop every day. Things like that are also really funny. Um, that, it, yeah, I don't know if you experienced this, but <clears throat> one of the first things I do when I get to a new place is I go to the coffee shop and I introduce myself. Like I meet the people, you know, like in the South of France, in my little town, at Valbon, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's so cute. Uh -huh. I go to Jack, like he's got his little Jack Bubbles, you know, little cute coffee shop. And I show up and he's like, hello, kiss, kiss, cappuccino, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like you feel known, you know? And so it's cute because I've only been here for a few days and I've gone to the same place twice. And I walk in, they're like, oh, hello, you're back, Prosecco? I'm like, yeah, thank you, you know? So you, you're able to make those kind of quick um, connections that, uh -huh. that are super sweet because that way you already feel like you're part of the community. You already know people, even if you know one person, it's, but it's, it's enough to start. It is enough. It's a good start that way. And I like that idea of going to a nearby coffee shop or the mm -hmm. wine shop and or your bar, like whatever, right. <clears throat> just so, because there's something about having someone, the, the, the look of recognition when someone knows you. Yes. <laughs> It seems silly, but there's a, there's a comfort there. And, and I, I've noticed that as long as there's somebody that knows me, that sees me, um, that feels, that feels really good. So even if you're like, if people that are listening and they, if they travel or if they're looking to travel, that's a, that was one of my favorite little tips. Just immediately find a place that you can have someone know your name. I love that. I think that's a great tip. And I think that that, that really is essential when you're traveling is to have that idea that somebody knows your name. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, it can be lonely, but here's, here's what I realized too, is that I was more lonely in a coffee shop in New York city where I could understand every conversation, but I wasn't talking to anyone. No one was talking to me. I wasn't connecting with anyone versus being in the middle of Tuscany when I can't understand a word they're saying, but there's just, there's the energy and the connection and the passion in there. And you're just like, you just kind of get caught up in it. Right. And I felt less alone by myself there than I do sometimes in the U S which I think is also very interesting that people, people don't realize how different you've experienced this in your travels too, but you can be in the same, in the, in the country and understand everyone and, and you're alone than being in a place you don't understand anything and you still feel completely connected. It's a fascinating. Um, it's so true that, you know, it's interesting because it's not about language. It's about connection. It really is. It really is. And if no one's connecting, if no one, <clears throat> especially the difference, I guess, in the U S too, for me is this idea that this individuality, like we're all, on our phones, we're all in our own little world where we're not available for a conversation. We right. Make ourselves unavailable. And I think 
in Europe, at least what I've experienced is that, um, you know, even if I try to at least talk a little bit in whatever language I'm in, um, they're just so sweet and they just want to, they want to hear everything and they want to ask questions and they want to know you. So it was a very, it's been a really lovely um, dance between cultures for me. And it's interesting because when I came back um, two months ago, I guess I've been here now back in the U.S. for two months or so, um, it felt very, I felt kind of I was in the space between, right? Like my Mm. life there and, and life here. And I was like, what's real and what's normal? And I really had to, I had to stay in that for a little while and decide like, well, I do have like, it's my whole life over there. And then, but wait, I do have this over here. And I don't know if you've ever had to experience that, but it's a very interesting space to be in because you can't, there is no, there is no right. There is no normal. It was just, oh, now we're just doing this thing and just going to look different, you know? So that's been a very interesting dance for me is the dance between cultures and kind of going back and forth. Um, So part of the adventure though, right? That's right. So I'm sure that there are some women out there listening who are thinking, oh, I would love to go on a retreat. I would love to go be at one of these events, have these experiences. Mm. There's something stopping her. What would you say? You know, I think, um, at the end of the day, it's allowing yourself to step into the life you've been dreaming of. And I think by taking one step, and if that means a retreat or or an event of some kind, give yourself permission to step into the life that's been waiting for you. Mm, I love that. Because it's available. It's available. and And the world, now more than ever, I think, the world needs all of us to be in the fullest expression of ourselves and our souls and the work that we're born to do. And, um, and it's possible and it's available to all of us. That's incredible. Thank you. Mm. We've been talking with Haley Hunter Hines and Haley, if, if people would like to find out more about you and what you do, where can they find you? Um, so all things soul sparkle are on the website at soulsparkleliving.com. So they're welcome to go there. All of the experiences that are, kind of available right now are always listed there, um, all the information. So it's just soulsparkleliving.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. And I love this life that you're living and the fact that you are giving other women out there permission to become who they truly are. Mm, Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. We have been talking about doing life differently about giving yourself permission to step out of your comfort zone, to ask yourself, what do I really want? So seldom do we stop and ask ourselves that. So I'm going to invite you today, stop and ask yourself, what do I really want? This is Dr. Dreema. I invite you to follow me on Facebook at Dreema Dial PhD. We'll be talking soon.